for Acts. As you rise to your feet, the book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. The book of Acts, chapter 3, verses 1 through 10. Now Peter and John were going up to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a man lame from bed has been, was being carried, whom they lay daily at the gate of the temple that is called the beautiful gate, to ask of arms entering the temple. Seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, he asked to receive arms. And Peter directed his gaze at him. As did John and said, look at us. And he fixed his attention on them, expecting to receive something from them. But Peter said, I have no silver and gold. But what I have, I give you. In the name of Jesus of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and raised him up. And immediately his feet and ankles were made strong. And leaping up, he stood and began to walk and entered the temple with them. Walking and leaping and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. And recognized him as the one who sat at the beautiful gate of the temple asking for arms. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened. Amen. Shall we be seated? This morning I don't intend to preach, but I have come with a message from the Lord for us. In the past week, I have been away and Whilst away, I felt in my spirit a kind of disturbance. I felt in my spirit a kind of uneasiness. And in the midst of that, the Lord gave me a vision. And in the vision, the Lord took me to the forest. And in the forest, I saw many trees. But there was one single tree that was very tall above all the trees. Very beautiful, very smooth. And with a very beautiful color. But in the vision, I saw all of a sudden people coming with cutlasses saying we will fell down this tree. And they started cutting the tree. They cut the tree from all sides. And as they cut the tree, the tree started falling. But just as the tree was about to move from the stump that was left after the cut, the tree jumped and came back to its place. They tried and tried and tried. The tree will not get down. And the people left. But in the vision, I saw myself many years some years ahead with the marks on the tree the tree itself came down and so for all the weeks I've been praying and asking God for the meaning of that vision 
The Lord said, this is a vision about my church. The enemy is up to bring down the church. But I stand on my word that I will build my church and the gates of heaven shall never bring it down. And God said, the church can only come down if its people allow the church to come down. And so the destiny of the church, when we talk of a church, we are not talking of a building. We are talking of the people in the church. If we stand and look on, then the plan of the enemy shall come to pass. But God has made a promise that no work of darkness can bring down the church. Prior to that, I sense that death was in the church. I will thank God that when the church prays, no work of darkness can ever prevail. Hallelujah. The eye of the Lord is upon the church. No matter what the enemy does, he can never, never bring you down and to prevent you from fulfilling God's purpose for your life. Hallelujah. And so this morning, I want to share a few thoughts. This is a popular text. This is a text that we're looking after the coming of the Holy Spirit and the disciples have been baptized with power and the people were amazed and then started asking questions, what is the meaning of this? Then Peter, filled with the Spirit, got up, spoke to explain. And just thereafter, chapter 3 leads us into demonstrating the power of the Spirit of God that has come upon the church. Hallelujah. And so, Peter and John went to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour, and they came across a man born lame from bed, begging with the expectation of getting something from Peter and John. He asked for arms. Peter and John did not have. But what they had was able to change the destiny of the man for good for the rest of his life. So this morning I am speaking or the title of my message is Something More Than Gold. Something More Than Gold. Something more than gold. Peter and John were individuals, but were leaders of the church. And that which happened demonstrates God's provision and God's uh, plan and activity for the church. The Bible says Peter and John were we're going up to the temple. But prior to that, in chapter 2, the 42nd verse, Luke tells us that after the baptism and after the explanation, and they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, that is the church, 
devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and the prayers. And all came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done through the apostles. Now, the church devoted themselves to teaching. The church devoted themselves to fellowship. The church devoted itself to breaking of bread and to prayer. And this was the fuel that sparked the supernatural demonstrations of the power of God available to his church. And no wonder Peter and John were going out into the temple from a baptism of fire, from a baptism that will turn situation around. And the Bible says that when they went into the temple, there was this man lame from birth and was being carried. Now, the interesting thing about this story is that this man, people did not know his name. All they knew was that he was lame and he was carried to the temple every day to beg for arms. That was all that they knew. They understood the circumstance surrounding him rather than his name. But listen, the sad thing was that this human being who people did not know his name, who people recognized his insignificance, was not mentioned by name. But where he was placed had a name. He was placed at the door. And that door was named the beautiful gate. Why? Because I believe the door had a beautiful design. And so the door had a name. And yet this man, born of a woman, born into this world, was so insignificant that people identified him with his condition, with his problem, with his situation. And this man accepted his situation. And that was what he knew he was. I am a beggar. I am lame. And because I am a lame, I must live by begging. I must live from the crumbs of the people. I have no image. I have no image. And until the crumbs fall, I cannot live. And he accepted his condition. And therefore, he worked around his condition. His condition was that of silver or gold. His condition was that of uh, uh, money so that he could get something to eat. He will live from the coins that people would throw at him. I believe that the Bible gives us a vivid picture of this man. That this man's even ability to stay at the beautiful gate depended upon the magnanimity of people. Because he could not walk. He could not crawl. And people had to carry him to, to the beautiful gate to sit. I don't know if those days there were microphones like these days. Where even the preaching, the message that was preached, he could hear. And so this man did not have even the potential of hearing the good news that was in the temple and to console himself or to build his, himself up. The devil had caged him in with his condition or situation. And so all that he knew was to eat, drink, sleep, and when his time has come to die, die and leave the world. But listen, God had a greater plan for his life, more than he ever knew. When he thought his needs were silver and gold, God knew 
that his needs went beyond silver and gold. Sometimes we worry ourselves about certain things that we think we need and we think we must have. We become so anxious, we fret. I mean, we become, we become so disturbed. But God knows what we really need. My prayer is that the Spirit of God will help us to understand and to know what we really need in this life. And to pursue what we need rather than that which will only keep us for a short period. Now, the Bible says he sits at the temple gate and Peter and John enter. These are people who were also entering without an answer to the need of this layman according to the layman's understanding of his need. He expected money. But Peter and John went to the temple without money. You and I have no excuse when we say today I don't have offerings so I'm not coming to church. We don't have any excuse to stay in the house. Why are you not going to church? Hmm. Today I don't think I have money for offering and so I'm not coming. That is not an excuse. Peter and John went without money. But they knew what they had. You may not have money but you must know that you have the Holy Spirit. Peter and John knew what they had. And so this man looked at them. And he fixed his attention on them. Expecting to receive something from them. You see the, the story is very very interesting. Peter and John could have been embarrassed. This man looked into their eyes. Looking at their stature and perhaps the way they are dressed, you cannot tell me you don't have money. That is why what sometimes happens. The Christian looks happy. The Christian looks beautiful, handsome, with a peace of mind. And somebody outside might think that he has all the things in this world and so he is happy but deep in within you you know the pocket is torn and there's nothing inside but the joy of the lord has been your strength hallelujah and so the beggar looked at him expecting expecting something then Peter said, I have no silver and gold. I have no silver and gold. That could have turned the man off. But Peter continued, I don't have the silver. I don't have the gold you think you need. But I have something more than gold. The church of Jesus Christ has been given something more than gold. The church of Jesus Christ has been given something that can change destinies and have a permanent answer beyond the expectation of what we might be looking at. And so the Bible says he's able to do exceedingly, abundantly, Above all that we can think or imagine. All our imaginations, all our needs, all our thinking. God is able to give and to provide something more than gold that goes beyond our expectation. And that is what causes us to see that indeed he is an awesome God. Hallelujah. Peter said, I have no silver and gold, but what I have, I give to you. 
The phrase, what I have, I give to you, gives a lot of understanding. The first thing is that Peter knew what he had. Peter knew what he had. Peter knew the stock that is now made up of. Having contacted the Spirit of God on the day of Pentecost, having received the baptism of fire, having received the touch of the Lord, he was aware and conscious of what he had. Church, do we know what we have? Such as I have. Such as I have. That is the King James. Such as I have. Peter and John knew what they had. You have something deeper than the things of the world. You have something stronger than the things of the world. You have something powerful than the things of the world. You have something that can change the things of the world. To work in your favor at any time and under any circumstance. Peter said, But what I have, I do have, I give to you. Peter trusted what he had, that what he had was an answer to every problem of life. You have something that is an answer to every problem of life. And because he trusted what he had and never doubted what he had and was not ashamed of what he had, he was filled with confidence to give what he had to someone. Do you trust in Jesus? Do you believe in the power and the works of the Holy Spirit. If you do, then you will not hesitate recommending Jesus to someone who is in need. Peter said, I do not have your money that you are requesting. You may not have a building. You may not have a car. You may not have a fat bank account. You may not have anything that the world would use to judge as a great person. But before God, you have something mightier than any of the things of the world. And this is what we must know. And this is what we must accept. And this is what we must trust that you have something. And that something, even though the enemy comes against you, will not be able to overcome you and to destroy your destiny or your testimony. Hallelujah. May the Lord open our eyes. May the Lord open our understanding that we have something, something precious that we must cherish, something precious that we must trust, something precious that we must be ready to give to others who are in need. Something that can change the destinies of people. Hallelujah. And so, Peter, unashamed, the Bible says, what I do have, I give to you. Ready to give. Ready to give. And what did Peter have? Peter had the name of Jesus. Peter had the name of Jesus. He knew the power in that name. He knew the size of that name. He knew that the name was an answer to every situation and every condition that would destroy or nullify the situation or the, the destiny of an individual. Such as I have, 
such as I have. This is what I have. This is what I have. And this is what the church has. We have the name of Jesus. The Bible declares that at the mention of the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. We are fearfully and wonderfully made because if anyone be in Christ, he's a new creation. And all the old things have passed away. And we have been placed in a situation of power, of authority, and a situation that can bring down the presence of God under any condition. The world must know that the church is alive. The world must know that Jesus is alive. The world must know that the child of God cannot be toyed with. Hallelujah. This is where we have been placed. This is what has been given to us. But sometimes, like the typical human being, when we pay nothing for something, we don't often value it. In lands where the church was persecuted, is persecuted. For example, in China, the underground church believe that if you have not gone to prison because of Christ before, you can't be trusted. If you have not gone to prison, and now the church in the world, the area that is fast growing is China. Millions even though the state system, the humanly created institutions is meant to clamp down on the church, the church keeps on growing in leaps and bounds. The imprisonment of the members of the church have become the fuel for revival in the land because they know that name. They trust that name. And are able to stand by that name. But to us in a democratic world. Where there's freedom of worship. When you can easily pick your Bible and display your Bible in the air. Put it under your armpit. And start whistling and going to church. With no one asking you where I do you think you are going. Sometimes we don't value what we have. I remember when I was going to China. I just at the airport. They have a very strong intelligent system. At the airport, as I was trying to check out, a soldier called me. Come from the line. Let us examine your passport. He examined my passport, looked at my face, asked me, what are you coming to do here? I'm coming for a conference. They went inside, put their heads together, gave me back my passport. I asked them, have you finished? They said, yes. Can I go? They said, yes, and I left. But do you know what? For every place that we went, we were class going for a course. We were monitored. And until such time that when we wanted to leave, meet the leaders of the underground church, we had to go deep in the night to a basement before we could meet the leaders of the underground church. They worshipped under a tight condition, yet the church kept growing. And we asked, what was the secret? They said, the name of Jesus 
speak for itself. With the signs and miracle that was following the name of Jesus, nobody dare challenges. The story was told of, of a military head who was taking care of uh, a community. And he decided to persecute the underground church because he had known where they were meeting. And the church got up and prayed. God, like the disciples did, listen to what they are saying, their threats. Look at their threats. And show yourself mighty that your word will continue to grow. And in two weeks, the healthy strong man was struck by a stroke. This is the power of the church. Why are we not seeing this? The Bible says the disciples were devoted to fellowship, to prayer, to the word. And this man had to call for the leaders of the church to come and pray for him. They prayed for him, he was healed. And now he's a champion carrying the plague of Jesus. They had no silver, they had no gold, they were poor village farmers. A story is told of an evangelist who went to Vatican. The then Pope took him around, showed him the edifice and the riches of the Roman Catholic Church. They are still the richest church on this planet. And he was trying to make fun of Peter and John. And he said in Acts, when Peter and John said, silver and gold have I none, we can say that silver and gold do we have in abundance. The evangelist listened and he said, Pope, it is true. You have silver and gold in abundance. That is why you cannot say in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. May the church never get to that point. When we think we have everything material. Yes, it's good to be blessed. But our source of the blessing must come from the power that is working in our lives. Hallelujah. Let the church arise. Let the church stand firm because there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. When we mention the name of Jesus, we put the power in that name to work. And so the Bible says, Peter said, we do not have silver and gold, but this is what we have. We trust what we have. It can meet your need and go beyond your expectation. And that, that what we have is the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. May your destiny be changed. May your situation be changed. May your problem be changed beyond your imagination. In the name of Jesus. And the Bible says he took the man by the hand and lifted him up. In that name you can never continue staying in that situation. It's time for you to take a step. He got up, took a step and the man started walking. The Bible says he took the first step, the second step, the third step and then he started jumping 
beyond his expectation. His name is alive. His power is real in the church. His fire is alive. Let no child of God be cowed in by the circumstances and situation of our time. Because you have something more than gold. The devil is a liar. No matter what he throws at us, it will not stick. No matter what he forms against us, it will not stand. Because God is with his church. God is with his people. You have the spirit of God on your side. And the power of God is able to turn your situation around. And the Bible says, all the people recognize him. Because they ignored him. Because they saw him as inferior. Because they saw him as somebody without any esteem image. They could not mention his name. Because they never bothered mentioning his name. He attracted no attention. But when that name worked in his life. And he showed appreciation to that name. The people who ignored him recognized him. When the name is working on your, on your behalf, people who ignore you will see you clear and recognize you. People who have put you down will see you in a different realm and will recognize you. May you be recognized. Hallelujah. If we read the book of Malachi, the third chapter, the Bible says those who fear the Lord are remembered in his book. When the spirit of God is working in our lives, when we have given our lives to Jesus and our conditions to Jesus, God remembers us. And in his remembrance, he works his mighty works of power. And people who did not recognize us will recognize you. You will be recognized. You will be recognized. You will be recognized because of the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I love that name. I don't know this song. Name, there's a name that I love to hear. I love to speak it all. That name. It sounds like music in my ears. Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. So, how I love Jesus because he first loved me. Take it up. Oh, how I love Jesus. Jesus, that name, that name, that name. Oh, In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk, for this is what we have. We have nothing but the name Jesus. We have nothing but the name Jesus. Yes, that name is able to meet every challenge and every situation. My God. Yes. 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 We may not have silver and gold, but we have the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We have the name of Jesus that can change our destinies, that can change our situation. My God, my God. How I love Jesus. Jesus, oh, 
How I love Jesus because if there is a name, there is a name I love to hear, I love to speak it well. It sounds like music in my ears. Oh, Allah. Yes. Kashali bakobandere bosanda. Be on your feet. If the devil will want to fight the church, we will first take the battle, the fight to the devil. We will first take the fight to the devil. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall never prevail against the church. Let's sing it by faith. Trust in that name. the kingdom of darkness that has lifted itself against the church in the name of Jesus we are pulling down every stronghold we are pulling down every orchestration we are pulling down every schema in the mighty name of Jesus open your mouth as someone who trusts the name of Jesus someone who believes the name of Jesus in the name of Jesus at the mention of his name every knee must bow every power must bow every orchestration must bow yes let the fire of the Holy Ghost be stirred in the church of God. Libra Dalababa, Shali Baba Day, Rakabaya Balababa, Sitali Badoria Baba. Somebody pray, destroy every plan of the enemy against the church, every plan of the enemy against your life. Leave us Shariaba. No weapon, no weapon, fashion against the church shall prosper. No scheme, fashion against the church shall stand. My Lord and my God, let the power, let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the power of the Holy Ghost, let the power of the Holy Ghost be real in the lives of the people of God. Shiba Kabali Baba, 
Now listen. Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And the man's destiny was changed. If there is any situation that must be changed in your life, the name of Jesus is powerful to accomplish it. If there is any destiny that might be changed, the name of Jesus is powerful to accomplish it. Speak it to your destiny. In Jesus' name. Speak it to your destiny. In Jesus' name. Yes. Yes. Let the crippled situation work in your life. Let the crippled condition work in your life. Let the crippled condition change in the mighty name of Jesus. We call for you to be those things that be not as though they were in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you glory. 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 Shari Baba. Riakabo. Subali Bagabalababa. Shetekebodalababa. Zaytani Badea. Rikabo Swatalababa. Shikabalababa. Kari Baboriande. Riakabalababa. Change the situation. Change your situation. Change your condition. In the name of Jesus. 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 Let destinies be changed. Let destinies be changed. Let destinies be changed. Let destinies be changed. In the mighty name of Jesus. Labrakabande. 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 Shabakubalaba. Shabakubalaba. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. This is the last prayer. The Bible said the man got up leaping, jumping, praising the Lord. You are going to make a confession that in the name of Jesus, you are going to have a testimony that will cause you to leap and jump and praise the Lord. Begin to confess. Begin to confess. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Receive a testimony. Receive a testimony. Receive a testimony. That will cause you to leap and to jump and to praise the Lord. Yes. Somebody Baba in the name of Jesus, receive a testimony. Receive a testimony. In the name of Jesus, receive a testimony. In the name of Jesus, receive a testimony. In the name of Jesus, Lord Shekebobarababa. See Taliban the Ibosuan. Ibosakabalababa. Say Kaboria Saka. Libera Kabande. Subalibaba Kabalababa. Shibobiabalababa. Liba Kabalababa. Shabalababa. Sabalababa. Shikobarababa. We take a Kabalababa. Shimaluka. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Oh, how I love Jesus. Oh, how I love Jesus. 
to thank the Lord, begin to thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. Likabasaro sitalarababa. Ronderi abasubale karabasata. Hoshi kalalababande. Lobosu karabasata. Thank you, Jesus. Our Father, we thank you for the name of Jesus, the name that is above all name, the name that the enemy could not keep in the grave, the name that died three days, rose again from the grave, in power and seated at the right hand of the Father interceding for your church. That name says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall never prevail. May it be established in your church. May that name change the destinies of your people. Even when the enemy is trying to destroy, may you, by another route, rebuild and Lord make your destiny, the destinies of your people stronger ever than before. We give you praise. We love that name. We trust that name. We believe that name. And we pray that that name will work in our lives. In the mighty name of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Amen. <laughs>